Well, hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining today's webinar. Um, something a little bit different for us. I think um, what's been really cool um, about this whole coronavirus, obviously it's very upsetting for a lot of people, but at the same time, it's made a lot of industries adapt and do things a little bit differently, which I think has been interesting. We've certainly done things very differently on our end. Um, the point, purpose of today's webinar is just to give a bit of an insight on what the market's doing, uh, a little bit about what we're doing to adapt, um, just to give everyone a bit of an idea of how things are progressing and uh, maybe a little bit of a prediction from us um, to see how things are going to move uh, moving forward. Um, so first I just wanted to introduce the team. Um, we've got Jasmine um, who's here with us as well. Jazz, are you there? Hi, I'm here. How are you? Yeah, fantastic, thank you. And um, we've also got Sarah, uh, my wife, who's um, with us today. She's doing a lot of our accounting side of it and helping out with the property management. Sarah, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, everyone. Um, Sarah may have to duck off because she's looking after our son, Mason, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so to kick off today, I just wanted to get a bit of a brief overview from Terry Miller. Um, she's from Shaw Financial. Um, she's one of our brokers who refer a majority of our business to. Um, Terry, could you just introduce yourself and give us a bit of an idea on the lending space at the moment? Sure. Hi everyone, my name is Terry and I am one of the senior credit advisors at Shaw Financial. Um, I've currently been doing this for about six years now. Um, so we've had many ups and downs over the past six years, many changes. Um, and I will definitely say that this is far from the worst that we have seen. Um, I would say after the Royal Commission, the banks were a lot more restrictive than anything that we are seeing now. Um, so I sort of have to commend, they've actually been really good in sort of coming to the party, helping their clients. And even still with lending, um, the banks are still lending. Um, yes, they might ask some extra questions regarding, you know, depending on what industry you're in. Um, and we have seen some restrictions um, with like bonus and commission income. Um, however, it's definitely not nearly as restrictive as it was after the Royal Commission, which is actually quite positive. Um, then, so the banks, well, the bank's still lending and um, rates basically at the lowest we've ever seen them. I think it's very possible that we are soon going to see rates in the high 1% mark. Wow. Uh, the lowest we currently have is at 2.09, so we're pretty close. So this coupled together with increased borrowing capacity has actually really created um, you know, a great opportunity for a lot of buyers in the market. Um, I would say over the past week, um, especially with a bit of more of an optimistic outlook from, you know, us flattening the curve and things potentially starting to open up again, um, we have actually gotten a lot of inquiry and there are a lot of buyers that are out there that are really keen to, you know, get their foot in the door now um, while there is a tiny bit of uncertainty. Yeah, and what's the... It's like at the start of, from when it's actually logged yeah so there's definitely been a bit of disruption it really depends on the lenders um, as a lot of the lenders did have offshore processing teams which has made things difficult um, so right now when it does come to circumstances like that depending on the scenario there are certain lenders that I would say to just stay away from because they've had to move their offshore teams to Australia and that is 
that is quite problematic. Yeah, okay. And Yes, we are getting a lot of refinancing right now, um, especially with people who have got their income that is stable and they are in good positions. Um, a lot of inquiry and a lot of um, large cash backs. So banks are really incentivizing that refinancing, um, you know, opportunity with up to, you know, between four to $6,000 if you move your home loan over to another lender. So the banks are, they're, they're hungry for it and they are um, really promoting it a lot. Yeah, okay. And the prediction, do you think it's going to continue this way? Do you think they'll eventually pull back on things or do you think it's probably going to open up even more? Um, listen, I, 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 they will pull back a little bit. I don't think they're going to pull back on lending. There's just a bit of extra questions that they're going to be asking, which is understandable. Um, however, a lot of them have not, I think we're going to keep going the way that we're going. Um, you know, we see Australia is actually doing pretty well compared to the rest of the world. Um, so I don't think it's going to be too much worse than what's going on right now. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you so much for giving us an overview today. And if it's refinancing, purchasing, anything like that, Terry is the go-to girl. So make sure to her. Thank you. Sorry, I'll see you later. So um, uh, guys, I also wanted to touch on a little bit about what we're doing um, as a business, because I think it's really important that uh, firstly, we took the first approach to really look after our staff. So first thing we did, staff working from home. So as you can see, no one else in the office with me today. Uh, I guess that's a bit of a luxury at the moment with a lot of people working from home. I actually do get to get out of home for a little bit. So working from the office. Um, this has forced us into exactly what we're doing today, more Zoom meetings. We do those daily with our team to ensure everyone's kept accountable, um, keeping on top of things as well. Um, personally, what we've done is really ramped up our health and really looking after that, making sure we're focusing on that. I think that a lot of people have left that by the wayside going into what's uncharted territory and a lot of distractions happening at the moment. So we're just trying to do our best to keep ourselves and our team focused. Uh, what I do personally every morning, gratitude and intentions list. So every morning I wake up, three things I'm grateful for and three intentions for the day that just keeps my mind focused and tries to block out any of the white noise that's happening um, in the sort of media and stuff that's happening there. Um, from a business perspective, from being a principal myself, uh, my ultimate goal and what I'm trying to do here is just really steady the ship just to keep everyone nice and calm. I think that we're in choppy waters at the moment. Uh, no, this is not something that I've been through myself, but I know as a business owner, my ultimate goal is really just to keep the ship quite steady um, and sort of um, steer everyone in the right direction. Now, in terms of a business, we invested into tech really, really early on. Uh, so it's something that I'm very fond of, I'm very proud of as a business in terms of what we do. Our internal communications are all through, through tech, um, a little app called Slack, which has been quite interesting. That's for our internal communications. We've been completely paperless for ever since we actually opened the business. And one of our mantras is that we're about the environment. So we've really cut down on the amount of paper that we've been using. Um, we only use the letters that we send out is really the only paper that we use. So that's been really good in terms of having to adapt to um, staff working from home and having to make um, making that change. Digital signing and everything that's happening now. So we're still listing, we're still selling properties. We're doing everything digitally now. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I think it's been a really cool change to see um, uh, everyone having to adapt 
to more of a, I guess, technology-based uh, platform, which has been good for us. The digital signing has been there for a very long time, but it's a much easier process from agency agreements all the way to contracts for sale to when we're actually selling properties. Now, a few people have asked me around our process around showing homes, uh, particularly buyers when they're wanting to come through properties, and then also sellers, anyone that's been thinking of coming to market, having the concern around actually having people coming through their home. So our process is extremely diligent um, in terms of what we do. So when a buyer or even a tenant inquires on a property that we've got, um, we go through a range of qualifying questions before we actually bring them through the property. So if it's from a buying perspective, we'll first give them the price that the property is. We'll ask them if that's within their range. If it is within their range, we'll ask them, um, have they got pre-approval? Okay, so making sure they've already got their finance approved. As Terry mentioned, the banks are really inundated at the moment with applications. So if the buyer is not financed approved, then we just will not show them the property because we don't feel they're in a position to be able to purchase the home. And we want to reduce the risk around this spread. So we're trying to do everything that we can um, in that regard. So making sure they get their finance approved. Following that part, we'll then go and get them to do a drive past the property, okay? Making sure their, their, their location is actually suitable for them, making sure they, they like the outside of the home, okay? That's really important before we actually bring them through. Um, after that, um, we send them a video walkthrough. Um, this has been really interesting for us. I'm gonna try and share a screen with you. So you guys should be able to see that on your end now. This is obviously our website here. So we've got a couple of different walkthrough videos that we've adapted to. One of them is a slightly more professional walkthrough video. See if I can pull this up on the screen. Again, so a little bit in a little bit more detail in terms of what we do. It's not your flashy, typical real estate videos. This one is a pretty much a full walkthrough of the actual home. We do it from the start of the actual, this was a unit, a unit complex that we've got for sale in Hornsby at the moment. Um, as you see, we'll show the garage here. Let's fast forward it a little bit. So you can see me walking through the actual hallway of the unit, walking through the actual property itself, okay? So we're sending this off to both buyers and tenants before they come and have a look at the property. Um, if we're not doing it in that much detail, then we're also doing just a handheld video. Uh, there's a little bit of commentary behind this in terms of what we're doing when we're showing people through. So they've got a bit of an idea of what the property looks like. Uh, we actually sold this particular property on Peppermint Gum Place quite recently. And the buyer, the, when they came through the home, they said that we were 90% sure that we're actually going to buy this home before we got here, just off the video. So we wanted to ensure that we cut down any of the sort of non-essential inspections for that client. Following that point, we can do a FaceTime viewing. Um, I should keep my screen shared. So FaceTime viewings have been really, really cool. So we have Calendly set up, so we make it very easy for people. They can go on our website, they can just go here. They wanna book a virtual inspection. You just click on that link, book one in. You can choose the date that you wanna do it. Obviously, probably not going to do it on Good Friday. Go here, it's got all the set times in there. You can go and confirm that and just go and pop all your details in the property that you want to view. That then sends the buyer or the tenant an actual email with that as well. That pops that into our calendar. And then what we would do is we'd go and call them on WhatsApp, um, guide them around the home. They can ask questions and they can interact um, with the actual viewing at that point, which has been really, really cool. 
um, and allowed us a bit more time um, actually to spend in the office, um, sort of maybe calling more people, trying to find more, more properties. And after that, if they're interested in all of those, then we'll actually bring them through the property. Uh, we'll make sure if we're going to go and bring them through the home that we will uh, get their shoes off, um, obviously, for the inspection. Uh, we'll get them to sanitise their hands, or to, we'll do that in front of them as well. And then we're providing the face mask as well. So I wanted to touch on that because that's been critical in everything that we're doing to ensure that we, we reduce the spread around this. And it's also allowed us to continue selling properties, which is important. We've got owners on the market at the moment that really still need to sell, regardless of what's happening in the actual environment. They just want to really get on with it. Um, so sales review. Actually, one thing I'll mention in the chat box, if you guys have any questions, feel free to pop it in there. We received some before starting this, so we'll get to those at the end. Uh, current market conditions from a sales perspective, uh, surprisingly, it's still quite good. So we've got a real lack of properties on the market. Um, there's not a lot of properties coming on. Uh, the, the pipeline for us is quite strong in terms of people wanting to do something, but a lot of people having the ability to actually hold off and wait and see what the market does. Uh, from the buying side of things, our inquiries are very, very strong. So the good news for us is that the buyers that are actually inquiring on properties are the ones that really need to buy. If they're making an inquiry and they're willing to come out of their house to actually inspect the home, we know that they're keen to buy something. We go through those qualification questions and if we get through all of that and they still want to inspect, then there's still good buyers out in the marketplace at the moment. Um, if you're actually thinking of selling, uh, we've got a, a system that we're running at the moment where what we'll do is we'll do a small portion of off-market. So what that would mean is no large advertising with signboards or realestate.com and domain. That'll just go out to our database of buyers that we've got, um, obviously filtering through the, the buyers that are ready to buy through our process of videos and FaceTime and all that sort of stuff. Um, that property at Wesley that I just showed you on Peppermint Gum Place, we sold that off market. I think it was on the market, it was off market for about five days. So we showed, showed four groups of people through the buyer that bought it, inspected it in the morning, and exchanged contracts in the evening on that same day. And it was about 50 grand more than what we thought the property was worth. So it just goes to show that there's still good buyers in the marketplace. So if you are thinking of selling, it might be worthwhile taking advantage of the off-market process, seeing if you can get an offer then. If you do and you're happy with it, go and sell, and then maybe do like a delayed settlement. So the one that we sold in Wesley, it was a, I think it's a five-month settlement, um, and the owner wanted to go and buy another property in Newcastle, which we've helped them do. So we, we, we managed to help them find a place as well, obviously not through our agency, through another agency, but we helped them negotiate that sale, line up the settlement. So that one worked out really, really well, but we've also got clients that have sold um, that haven't found anything yet. And you know, with the market adjusting the way that it is, we probably feel like we've lost maybe between three to 6% in pro property prices. So it's come down about three to 6%. Um, whether that's gonna keep going moving forward, look, obviously it's, it's anyone's guess. Um, my guess on things is, even though even once they reduce the lockdowns and maybe let a few more people um, back out, um, it sounds like we're in cages, but back out of what we're doing now in terms of lockdown, I think that there'll probably be a six to 12 month period following the virus where there's gonna be a lot of uncertainty. In saying that, interest rates are all time low, as Terry was saying. So I think that things will probably kick off really quickly following that point. Um, so if you are thinking of buying, my advice has never changed, regardless of what the market's doing. If you find something that you like, 
just buy it. As long as you're not thinking of going anywhere for the next two, maybe three years, and you're not thinking of just flipping the property, if it's a flip, so it's a buy, renovate, and a sell, it's not worthwhile buying at this point. You just want to hold back. But if you're going to be staying in the property for five plus years, I can guarantee you when you come down selling it five, 10, 15 years later, you won't even remember what's happening now or what you paid for it. And it's all going to be relative with what you're selling anyway. All right. Um, I want to talk about a rental review. So the government came out with some commercial changes. Um, I think that was yesterday. Um, I'm just going to pull up the article to refresh my memory. So they, they spoke about some changes to commercial tenancies. Um, somewhere here. So it was talking about, um, so the government had initially said like six month holidays and all that sort of stuff for commercial tenants. Uh, my gut, my feeling on it was that when they initially released the first announcement, they did that so tenants and landlords can just start having a conversation. Now, from the rental side, we have had a lot of tenants call up with um, so in financial stress, essentially, and needing some help with that. I'll go over to Jasmine in a second and she'll talk to you about our process around that. But from the most recent um, announcement from the government, they're saying that if any businesses have been affected by the coronavirus and they're talking about the 30% reduction in, in revenue, then there's got to be a conversation with the landlord there. Um, the landlord cannot kick out the tenant um, until further notice, essentially. Um, and there's a couple of other points around um, what you can and really what you can't do. Um, but the ultimate thing is that what we're saying to our landlords is that try and come to the party before it gets worse, because trying to find a tenant in this environment is very challenging. Now, we, we are able to do it. We leased the property in Thornley uh, that was on the market for about a week, received the deposit quite quickly. We had four applications on that one and actually managed to secure a tenant paying 12 months in advance, which is important for the person, um, the, the landlord of that property. What we're saying to our landlords is that if a tenant's coming to us um, and they're in need of some rent relief, let's have the conversation. Let's not, get, let's not let it get to a point where they're just not paying their rent um, altogether, because that's when you start to come into some trouble with our landlords. Um, I'll head over to ja Jasmine, who's going to talk to us a little bit about um, how we're indiv assessing individual tenants um, on a ba uh, each individual basis and the actual way that we're going through that. Hey, Jazz, how are you? Hello, how are you? Good. Um, okay. So I'll share my screen. So I'll get you to talk about when someone calls up that's needing some rental assistance. So this is the form that we've been getting filled out. Yeah, so we've put together this form. Basically, if a tenant comes to us seeking, I guess, assistance, they've fallen on some hard times, we just um, obviously want to provide them this form so that they can, um, I guess, we can assess them on an individual basis. Um, basically, this form outlines the specifics of their um, unemployment or, you know, I guess, how they've been cut back or how they've been set back in terms of their employment. Um, basically why they qualify, why when we put the case to the landlord, why they qualify for um, assistance. And also they need to obviously upload their evidence here, as you can see on the screen, um, which allows us to obviously put the case to the owner and say, look, this is what the story is with the tenant. Um, and we discuss this and then 
obviously get a, approval from the owner. And as you said, you know, it's got to be case by case and taking into consideration, obviously, the hardship and how everyone at the moment is, is falling on some hard times. So get them to fill this form out and then obviously get the landlord's consent and go yep. from there, formalise it. Yeah, of course. So basically what was happening was we were obviously being inundated with inquiries or concerns from a lot of the tenants um, that are in our portfolio at the moment saying that obviously we're struggling, we really need help and um, the compassionate side of it, as you mentioned, is pretty important. So we just put together that form, get them to fill that out, come back to us. Um, in that form, it also talks about seeing if they've got some assistance from the government you know, whether it's a job keeper or a job seeker assistance and making and getting them to provide some sort of evidence around that's pretty important. Just so we make sure they're doing everything they can and they're not just relying on the landlord just to go and cut the rent down. Um, and then we've got this letter that goes out to the, um, the actual owners. Do you want to explain that? Yep. So letter basically goes out to the owners, describes, as you said, the evidence that the tenant has... Um, has put forward to us um, if they've got rental assistance their proposed new rental payment and the term of how long they expect to pay that for um, and then basically assistance form and, and the evidence provided which we then put forward to the owner yeah of course yeah it's really good so um, this has been awesome um, that was put through and obviously that's all on branding and everything and then we go back with the landlord's response to that um, and as I mentioned, just making sure that we get our landlords to come to the party. And I think that majority of the landlords have done that, which has been good, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Everyone, everyone is sort of in the same boat at the moment and understanding, you know, everyone's situation. So yes, definitely everyone's been understanding. Yeah, of course. And so when this all happened, we had some concerns, um, just like owners have concerns in terms of selling properties of um, buyers coming through their homes. We've had tenants saying that well, we don't want anyone inspecting our property for our routine inspections. What have you done to manage that process? Now, I'll tell you, I don't have that form, um, but you can just explain the form that goes out. And then I've got that video example. Great. Um, yeah, so we put together a form. Basically, it's a virtual video inspection that the tenant fills out. It's a simple Google form we send them. Um, and it basically, you know, for reducing the risk and um, limiting the exposure of people in their property and, you know, the spread of COVID-19, um, just allows them to basically uh, take a video of the inside of their property, making sure they're being really um, diligent, showing any maintenance issues um, and basically showing the room in its full view as well, not hiding anything. Um, so, you know, clear and well-lit ceilings, walls, floors, um, all those sorts of components. Um, and the form essentially is just, you know, a whole lot of questions of usual maintenance issues, which will, I guess, arise when we're usually doing an inspection face-to-face -face anyway. Like, have you got any leaking taps or is there mold or, you know, those types of things. And as you can see on the video, just needs a clear, well-lit shot of, um, of the internal so that we can obviously have a look and, um, yeah, pass that on to the owner. Yeah, and then following that point, I think we've had a... Um couple of situations like tenants have been um, extremely obliging to that and that's been really really good but I think that we've had a couple of situations where we were not too sure about a couple of parts of the house um, and in some of the videos we had an, a, a tenant saying to us oh no this needs repairing or you know this is a problem at the moment and then what we did was you had jumped on a FaceTime with that tenant put that in with them and then they were able to explain it in a little bit more detail exactly going on in that part of the property 
Um, the one thing I'm really loving about these different types of inspections that we're doing is that we can just flip these off to the owner. If the tenant's happy for us to do that, we can just send them straight to the owners. And I, I think we've had a pretty good response on that, haven't we? Yeah, definitely so far. Again, everyone's obliging given the current circumstances they understand. And I think they're happy sort of not to have us banging down the door, <laughs> wanting to have a, yeah, a walk through the house at this point in time. So it's been good. Yeah, definitely. Um, Steve, thanks for joining us and you're putting some comments in the chat. Larry, yes, um, we'll be able to get a copy of that form off to you. So um, Jasmine will be able to send that to you following this, um, this chat. Um, we did have some questions come through. Jasmine, do you have those questions? I do. So, first question, how long is it taking to sell and lease properties at the moment? Good question. Um, so I guess it's nothing different from when it was uh, this market or when it was uh, at the peak of the market, as they would call it. If the property's priced correctly, if it's presented properly, and it's got the correct marketing, then it shouldn't take too long to sell. I think that things are naturally taking a little bit longer. From the sales side of things, typically we would be doing unconditional sales. So what that means is no cooling off period and then paying a, either five or a 10% deposit. There's not a lot of that happening at the moment because banks are just taking sometimes between two to four weeks just to give approval um, on, on a lot. Uh, one of the properties that we put under contract quite recently uh, had a 10 day cooling off period. So that means that obviously the valuers still need to come through the property, they need to do their valuation, that needs to go back to the bank and then there's a whole of a process around that. So um, that's allowing a little bit more time. I think average days of markets probably ballooned out a little bit. Um, in our core marketplace, it's probably closer to 40, 45 days. Um, us as a business, um, and Jazz, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think we're sitting at about 10 days um, on the market. Um, again, with some of those properties selling off market. Now, again, that, that's probably going to balloon out a little bit, especially over this Easter period. Not that there's a lot of travel happening um, this Easter, but that will take a little bit longer. Uh, from the leasing side of things, again, it's all, it's all price. I think that... The one thing I've loved about what um, our team has done in terms of adapting with this um, this pandemic is the whole tech side of it and everything that we're doing around the FaceTime, the really good videos that we're doing, that's really reduced our client's days on market and also the qualification questions that we're using before people are coming out to properties, that's been really, really good as well. And I feel that that's reduced our days on markets both from the rental side and from the sales side. Jazz, Yep. How much will prices drop, if at all? <laughs> if I knew, that would make life yeah. um, I'm actually, it really depends how long this thing is around for. So what I keep saying to people is that historically low interest rates, okay, we haven't seen these interest rates really ever. So they will hang around for a lot longer. And I don't think there's going to be any change to that for at least a couple of years, in my opinion, depending on the economic standpoint and how we're progressing after this whole pandemic. Um, I think that my view on it is that what the government's doing now is obviously amazing. I reckon they're going to do a lot more once we come out the back end of this. So I think they'll be shifting more money into the economy. They'll be giving more money back to people. They'll be helping small businesses and medium-sized businesses just really get off the ground again. So I think there's going to be a lot more cash floating around. And I feel that property prices will go and take off again. Um, how much they're actually going to drop. Look, my expectation is probably about 10 to 15%. I reckon we will see at least over the next few months. 
if we go into further lockdowns, I actually don't think it'll drop as much because no one will be able to do anything. A lockdown past this point, similar to what New Zealand and the UK have done, is pretty much everyone's at home. Whereas what we're doing now is we're still getting out a little bit. People are still able to make transactions. So I think it's probably causing more damage now in terms of property prices dropping because there's not as many buyers in the marketplace. Great. And uh, is a property valuer considered an essential property inspection? Uh, good question. Um, yes, I feel like it is, uh, especially if the owner is refinancing for financial hardship. So we just explain that to the tenants. I think this question may have come up. Um, there was um, someone on Facebook that actually asked us this, who I believe is a tenant inside a property and a valuer needed to come through the home. Uh, my view on it is that if you can get the valuer to do these virtual inspections, like just go back with that. Um, your agent that you're renting through should be suggesting that if the valuer is open to giving you doing the valuation on that purpose. If the valuer must come through the property, then I think general precautions around shoes off, uh, having a mask on, sanitising hands, not touching anything. I think if you can follow those precautions, then it, it should be okay. Uh, we haven't got to the point where we've had, uh, whether it be a tenant or an owner, really dig their heels in around that. Um, but like I said, I do believe it's an essential service, especially if the owner is trying to refinance for those, um, those purposes. Great. That was it for now, unless anyone on the side had any questions. <laughs> I think we're all good guys. If you have anything else, just drop it in the chat just quickly. Um, apart from that, we just want to say thank you so much for all of the support from ever since we started opening up the business and even me prior to that and um, the way that we were doing things. So just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. There will be a recording of this sent out to everyone. Um, so if you want to rewatch that, you're more than welcome to. If you have any questions following this point, whether you rent a property with us or not, uh, whether you're a landlord and you have other agent managing your property, it doesn't matter, feel free to reach out. Let us know if you need anything. Uh, Peter Clark, thanks for being here. Uh, Clark, he was actually one of the reasons why we jumped on to do this webinar today. So he's a, um, a great mentor of mine. So I just wanted to publicly say thank you for doing that. Um, and Kieran, thank you for joining us. So everyone, that's all we've got for today. Um, reach out if you need anything. If you guys, um, we will look to do more of these. It's been really cool. We weren't too sure how it was going to work. I'm still figuring out to do myself, even though I'm into the tech side of it. Um, thank you again, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you soon. See you later.